You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. <laughs> the GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Or do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar? Or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Hey, it's Sugar Shane with another episode of Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got Billy Dees with me. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic evening. Oh, how was your... Uh, well, we didn't do one Monday night, quite frankly, because of right. Labor Day, doing the barbecue and the grilling out and whatever, and I was just too doggone tired, man. And right, so, right. And I had a headache from from hell, man, just to be oh. truthful about the fact. I never get headaches, very rarely, and it's usually when I have sinuses. But I do uh-huh. believe that this headache was like a migraine because I was sensitive to light and that whole thing. Oh, jazz. man, those, those are the worst. I didn't feel like talking to nobody, man. I was like, you know, I was like, wanted to go down to my bedroom, just crash and stay the hell away from people. But it was bad. My head was hurting bad, bad. But uh, doing better now. I haven't even actually hadn't took no pills all day today, matter of fact. So I don't take nothing unless I'm hurting. And when it gets to the point that I'm ready to take something, my head's hurting. Right. So, man, if it's a little bit, I won't even take nothing. But it's been pretty good today. It ain't hurt at all. Fantastic. So hopefully, I'm, hopefully, I'm getting past all that. Did you have a good Labor Day? Yeah, it was uh, actually pretty good. My wife and I went putt putt golf, and it's mm. been a long time since I did that. So that's that's funny. Me and Christina was talking about doing that a couple of days ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, we had some fun. Yeah, I love putt putting. When we go to the beach, I always take time to go putt putting because they always have some awesome courses. And uh, I'll take the time to go there. Uh, hope everybody had a good Labor Day. Uh, for those of you that are looking for a job or don't have a job, I hope you were grateful for us that do and help them support. But <laughs> 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 but uh, whatever the case may be. But uh, I know everybody, I don't know what it was. And I don't mean this in a derogatory way because I support our troops no matter what. But I was riding down the road near here where I live, and it was like, right when Labor Day hit, I had all these things about troops. And I'm like, I thought Labor Day was about Labor Day, not about, you know, Memorial Day was in May. That's when I thought you were supposed to do the troops and the right. soldiers. And I'm not against it. I don't care when you do it. It didn't matter to me if we did 365 days a year. I don't care. I was just I just thought it was kind of odd. I was like, I thought people got their days mixed up or something. But 
Yeah, there's a lot of confusion about that. People can't keep Labor Day and Memorial Day straight, and then there's Veterans Day, and there's all these other things that have right. different meanings, and people just can't keep all that straight. So I don't know. The only thing I get confused between Memorial Day and Labor Day, I know the meanings, but I get confused which is which, which is in May and which is in September. Right, right. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, I get that confused sometimes. Uh, want to make mention of uh, went to King Vapors a day to get my vapor juice thing that I use. Been there several <laughs> times. Hadn't really uh-huh. made, mention, made mention of the podcast, but we got to talking, and I talked to this guy that runs a place down there named Rick, and uh, told him about the podcast and started listening to it. He, he wrote it down, going to listen to it, I believe. So, uh, and the first thing I did is told him I was in podcast, and guess what the first words out of his mouth were? I can't imagine. You got the voice for it. Cool. And I'm like, man, I tell you what, I wish that the damn radio stations could hear what the common everyday Joe is here. Right. Joe the plumber. Because everybody I talk to tells me I got the voice for it. So I'm like, you know, I applied for this one position, and I ain't heard nothing back yet, and I don't mean they won't email me. It's only been this week. We'll see what happens, you know. I don't get my hopes up over shit no more. But if it happens, that's great. But I'm like... What does it take, man? I'm to the point now, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. This is no... I'm not giving up. That's not what I'm right. saying. I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. But I'm at this point. Some people say where you live don't matter, but I believe that's a bunch of bullshit. Because I've come to the point now that if the circumstances can't be changed, then I'll create my own circumstances. And I'm almost to the point that I'm about ready to head my ass back home, get my shot in Atlanta. I try my place down there. See if I can make it there. Because I really, honestly, no offense to anybody that lives here, been here all your life, pal, kudos to you. But I honestly do not think I'll ever get my shot here. It's quite possible it'll never happen in Ohio. You never know. And I don't mean that in a bad way. They just don't hear what I hear and what everybody else hears. Because they're stuck on that Midwestern accent. And it's nothing against the Midwestern accent. But the fact of the matter is, if you go to other places in the country, radio is changing. Not everybody has Midwestern accents in the United States on radio now. It is not the case. I traveled. I've been all over parts of the south, southeastern part of the United States and stuff. You can go down to damn bases in Atlanta and not everybody talks that Midwestern talk. And it's changing. And uh, so, I mean, like I did my demo. I picked a song, Simple Man. Did a song. Because that's what it is, man. I'm just an everyday person and ain't nothing different about me from anybody else. But it's like, I don't know, it's like they want somebody to be fake. And I won't go there. I can't go there. I can't do it. I, I, I just can't do it. I would rather die broke. Penniless than to compromise my integrity. But we'll see. Like I said, we got we got a few more months. I'll just put it at that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ride out because I ain't going. I will not, and I refuse to do the job I'm doing now for the rest of my life. Right. Will will not do it. I don't care what I got to do. 
or what I got or what I got to go through. I'm not going to do that. What is it about this DACA program? I know it's about the uh, cutting out those that have came over 800,000 people or something like that. That Trump is now eliminating or eliminated already. I'm not sure. Well, from what I understand, and I haven't followed that real close, but Congress has so long to figure something out. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Well, the thing about it is, it's 800,000 people that were born, in, that weren't born in this country, but came over here as children. Now, Trump will have you to believe that all of the people, the majority of the 800,000 people on the program are young adults. Yes, they are. But what he don't go on to tell you is that the average age of when they came over here was six and a half years old. Yeah. And they grew up here. Now, how the hell can you tell somebody you got to shit and get off the pot or get deported when you came here at an average age of six and a half years old? Yeah. I mean, this that's just BS. Sean's listening. But that's just, uh, I don't understand that, man. Uh, yeah. How you can do that. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't look those people in the eye and tell them they got to go. Unless they're here illegally. Now, like I said, I believe it, illegal immigrants have to be made, you know, something that has to give in that area. We have to control our right, borders. Right. We have to allow it. We can't just allow everybody in. That I agree with. That I understand. We need stricter policies. But 800,000 people that's already been here and you're just going to say you got to up and go? No. But we'll see how that goes as it progresses. I don't know what Congress is going to do. I don't know what they can do, to be honest with you. But uh, we shall. That remains to be seen. How about Hurricane Irma? It is getting pretty bad, that is for sure. It's it's not only a massive storm in comparison with what hit in 1992 or whenever that was. But storms in the past have gone from east to west. You know, gone the short distance over Florida. Right. And if if this continues the way it is, and I, from what I understand, there's still some variables in terms of how this could go. But the way that it, they're afraid that it's going to go is it's going to start at the southern tip of Florida and just go straight up the entire state. Yeah, they said so, that every they've told every city in Florida they need to evacuate, not just Miami, all the way to damn Tampa Bay. Yeah. Every city. And a matter of fact, there's a good chance where I live in the Atlanta area. No, I doubt you know, I'm not talking about a hurricane. But I'm talking about there's a good chance there could be some storms. And they could have oh, tornadoes. Oh, some bad weather. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Could be, there mm-hmm. could be tornadoes spin off of this. So I'm hoping my family stays safe. And Sean, you too, man, because ain't no telling where to, you know, there could be some tornadoes come through there, you know, because of the <laughs> storms themselves. Imagine how eerie that would be to be in Florida and everybody's leaving the state. Well, that would yeah. be eerie, wouldn't it? That that yeah, would be kind of like a yeah, it'd be like a ghost town. Yeah, I except like it's to, not a, it's not a town; it's the entire state. Right. I would like to be able to 
without getting hurt and get out of there quicker. You know, well, I know I wouldn't be able to do that now, but stand in the middle of Miami and just take a look around. You know, like a day or so, or a day before the hits. Just a look at right. there's absolutely nothing around. And if you're an idiot and stay, there ain't no way, man. There is no way. First of all, if I had a home on the beach, if I had a home on the beach, I don't know that I would. But if I had a home on the beach, I would definitely be one of the ones that would have somewhere that I could evacuate to. There's no doubt about that. There wouldn't be... Like, I got family, or I got somebody I know on Facebook. They used to live in Georgia, and they moved to Florida. Well, now they're moving to Georgia, back to Georgia. Or not moving back to Georgia, but going back to Georgia because of the evacuation. And somebody I know on there, they just got some kind of career opportunity. They're supposed to be in Miami. Well, I guess that ain't happening now. Not for a little bit. They're supposed to go to, I think, today or yesterday, go to the Miami. They were moving there. So, uh... I don't like I Miami, ever, but... Whew. I was ever wealthy enough to have a big home on, you know, a prime beach somewhere. You know, I, I would probably design it almost, you know, like a bunker. And then when when I knew a storm was coming, there'd be these panels in the garage that I, you know, I could go out and just batten down the hatches all the way around it. Right. You know, so it'd be kind of low to the ground and protected with these panels. Yeah. But obviously, that's not practical for everybody to do. But I guess a basement. I mean, you know, sooner or later, a hurricane is going to come through. Them. What's that? I don't guess a basement would do you any good in a situation like that, would it? Well, in Florida, you can't because the ground's too damp. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I would think maybe they would flood because they up here they flood sometimes. Basement, oh, you're sure? I mean, could you imagine Absolutely, if a hurricane yeah. came through there and flood the hell out of it? But uh, I've never. I don't like Florida as a whole as far as living in any of the cities except for maybe Tampa Bay. I've been all over. There's not a city in Florida I hadn't lived in. Or been in, not lived in, but been in. And the only reason why I don't, I'm not crazy about it is it's always constantly busy. If it's in the summer, it's tourists. If it's in the winter, it's snowbirds. Constantly right. always going. And, uh, oh, Sean said something about stores are charging $10 for bologna in South Georgia. Oh, yeah, they're getting it's getting crazy. He's absolutely right. I've, I've, I've noticed... There's there's been people posting pictures of you know bottles of water for like ten and twenty dollars you know for holy shit yeah it's crazy well that brings me to part of the story here too uh, the next part I have Florida Georgia uh, Florida Attorney General Pat Patty I think it's Pat Patty uh, or Paula Bondi I don't know exactly I can't read my own damn hand right but she is uh. She's getting on to people, including Chevron, called them by name for uh, gas gouging through the whole state of Florida. They've jacked the prices up in the state of Florida in order to get right. people when they're leaving. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And gas yeah. gouging. So I, that's got to be gouging. You can't tell me bologna's 10 bucks, man. Yeah. That's got to be ha- gouging. I, I don't remember how many bottles were in the pack. There was like a half a dozen little bottles of water, and it was like 10 bucks or 20 bucks. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, then people ought to yeah. be hung up by a damn rope. Yeah. I mean, you're taking somebody's tragedy and making a profit off of it, and a hell of a damn profit off of it. If you're involved in that and you know anybody that's listening or you're the one doing it, you're a piece of shit. 
It's the only way I know to put it. Yeah. Because I could never do that. That'd be like a homeless person coming up here with a $5 bill saying they want something to eat. No, just they want to give you that $5 bill. You make a one bologna sandwich and you tell them it's going to be 10 Yeah. How the hell? That's a low life, man. I don't know how they sleep. How do these people go to bed at night with a clear conscience? That is beyond me. I could I could never yeah. do that. I could never lay my head on my pillow at night and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, another hard day's work. Well, it's just like that guy that got the patent. He was working for some sort of an investment banking thing you do and that pill for AIDS, which mm. was like 10 or 15 bucks. He made it 700 And they had the monopoly on that particular drug. Wow. Now, it's one, th- it's one thing to get make a profit on on a drug. It's another thing to do that. I think everybody's entitled to make a profit no matter what you sell. I don't care what it is because pro- the name of business is you got to make a profit. No matter what you're doing, you got to make, you know, if you're not making a profit when the day's over with, you ain't done nothing but break yourself. Right. I mean, if you pay a dollar for a stick of bologna, sell it for three. I understand that pos- that concept. What I'm talking about is gouging the hell out of somebody that's paying a dollar for a stick of bologna and selling it for ten. That's not profit. That's, that's, that's uh, tearing somebody a new ass. They might as well bend over. And took the baloney the other end. Well, when it comes to drugs and they do that, these people are desperate. They're going to die without these drugs. Right, right. And oh, then, I, then, I, I couldn't do that. I, I could not no. do that. And that's what they're doing here. And, and I agree with you. It's, with the drugs, that's what they're doing is they're taking a person's bad situation and they're desperate and they'll do whatever they have to do. And that's the same thing they're doing here. People are desperate. They need food. They're going out of town. They're getting out of here. It, they it's hit not South like you're, Georgia and they're going to gouge somebody. It's not like you're a manufacturer of a smartphone, you know, and you you charge five thousand dollars for your new phone. Right. You know that's fine. If people can afford it, they'll buy it. If not, they'll they'll tell you to take that phone, stick it, and go buy another one that's less expensive. Right. You know that that, that I don't have a problem with. No, I don't either, because that's not a necessity. No. But so when you come when it comes down to necessities, they should not be price gouged. When it comes down to needs. Wants is a whole different game. If they want right. to take the, if they want a Ford Escort to come out tomorrow, and they want to charge two hundred damn thousand dollars for it, I don't care. I'll go buy something else that's fifteen thousand dollars. That's exactly right. I don't need the Ford Escort. But the thing about it, because wants and needs is nothing two different stores. Like I knew a guy one time. He told me he was gonna, he was into that. Uh, whatever the hell you call it, where you speak it and whatever you say is gonna happen. He said he wanted. He said he, needed oh, a car. Yeah. he said he needed a car, so he was going to speak, and it was going to happen. So he ran around talking about, "I'm going to be, I'm going to get a BMW." I'm going to be. I said, "Well, why are you asking for a BMW?" I said, "Why don't you just go for whatever you can possibly get? It's a need, not a want." So I mean, I know what you're talking about. It's called, it's called manifestation or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. Some right. goofy thing. Now, I believe yeah. in. I believe in having a goal. 
And, uh, like, I would like to own a BMW. That is my dream car one day. And I would like to own one. But I don't sit around speaking it. Say, you know, if I, if I do the job and I make enough money, then I'll get one. If, you know, that's how it goes. But uh, he was into that, so I mean, hey, each his own. But I do wish those in Florida safe, uh, getting, getting oh, where yeah. they're going. Um, I will say I was in Myrtle Beach one year, and I think, God, I don't know exactly which one it was. I want to say Hugo, but I'm not positive which hurricane was about to hit. We hadn't been there but a few days. We was on vacation. And we were there, and all of a sudden, they had evacuation. And we had to be in it. And boy, you're talking about a slow-ace trip getting out of a city. Right. It's already a pain to get to Myrtle Beach as it is from where I live because once you get to Florence, South Carolina, the rest of the way to Myrtle Beach is nothing but regular highways. There is no interstate. Okay. So you're driving all these regular highways trying to get out of Myrtle Beach so you can get to the expressway, which on a regular day takes an hour and a half to drive. So you can imagine. Evacuation was awful. But uh, wish all those safe trips, though. They had a uh, girl get a, uh, abducted, was held for her like a week or so. I don't know if you heard about this. Jasmine Block in Minnesota. Okay. She was uh, abducted, and uh, they had signs up for her already. She'd been, they'd been reported missing and all that. Well, evidently, she got away, and uh, they were moving her from place to place. These three guys were. And somehow they uh, left her alone or something for a little bit. And she got away to the point that she actually swam across a lake to get safety as well as on foot. And uh, she got, and they caught the three men that did it. What they were doing, I, I don't know if there was any, I'm assuming there was a, a sexual, I don't know for sure. Okay. But, uh, and, uh. Of a, of a sexual nature, but I'm assuming there was. But they, I know they was doing all kinds of shit to her and all this kind of stuff the whole time she was there for days. And, you know, it comes down to what we did on a podcast one day. What is wrong with people? I mean, that's evil. That When you go and do something like that to a 15-year-old kid, you know, that's, you know, people want to say what makes a person do that. Right. I don't know what makes a person do that. I don't know if you want to classify it as demons, demons, whatever. I don't know. Whatever does it. But there's something wrong. That ain't even, that's not even human nature, man. I know human nature can be mean. I know human nature can be cruel. But there's no way in hell that can be human nature just to torment the shit out of some 15-year-old kid for a week. Because the normal everyday person doesn't want to do that. Doesn't even come to their mind. Right. There's something wrong with them cats. He's, he won't tell me whether it was good or not, but Sean went and saw it. Oh. He said, he said <laughs> just go and watch it, which I am Tuesday. I'm going to go see it Tuesday. Uh, I'm a fan of the first one, so I'm, I'm old school. I watched the first one. I read the book. So I'm going to go check the movie out. But uh hope it's good. But I just couldn't understand. I don't understand why people are like that. Did you hear about Taco Bell up here in Cleveland? The robbery? Yeah. Hell yes, I did. Oh, yeah. They had three Taco Bell uh, 
employees in Cleveland got robbed. And apparently, I guess, I guess one had a gun on them, did they? Or uh, several. Yeah, oh. I, I don't know how many. There was something like five employees, four or five. Now, I, I might be a little off on, on the numbers here, but like four or five guys were working in there, and three of them had guns. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's Cleveland. <laughs> and then these and these uh, two guys came in to rob the place, and they flashed these guns and started pointing people around and stuff, and they opened fire on them. Yeah. Uh, one guy got killed, and the other one got out of there running for his life. Man. I bet he made yeah. a run for the border. <laughs> yeah. He sure did, man. <coughs> he went going toward Taco Bell. Let's go the opposite direction. <laughs> and the thing about it is, these two these two guys that went there and robbed Taco Bell. Let me go ahead and tell you what these two guys were. They were not your sit down and let's great, create a great robbery plan like Ocean's Eleven. Right. These were two guys that were sitting around the house, probably needing a fix. They thought they'd go rob Taco Bell so they could get the money to go buy their drugs. Anytime you see a small-time robbery like that, nine times out of ten, it's involved with drugs. I'm not sure why they why they were able to get in the place that late. It was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, typically, the drives through are open, but you can't walk in. So I'm not exactly sure how these guys got in there. But, uh, you know, yeah. I, well, I understand the attitude that when you're being robbed, typically you should do what they tell you. And, and if you're the owner of an establishment or a, or a chain of restaurants, your policy should be to comply with whoever is trying to rob the place. I, I, I totally get that. I absolutely totally get that. But by the same token, when somebody does do something like this, listening to some of the news reports, it was almost like these guys who defended themselves are the bad guys. Who man? Oh, look at they had guns. They were. Oh, did they have? Did they have, uh, did they have a permit to carry the gun? Why did they have guns at work and on and on? Like these guys are the bad guys. I, I just find that very bizarre. I find that very bizarre. It, it seems like if you do anything to defend yourself, you're, you're violating somebody's rights to beat the shit out of you and rob you. Yeah, you're lucky they don't get sued nowadays when you go in a house. If you get shot, you're the burglar, you about to, and you live, you might have a chance to sue the homeowner. Yeah. I mean, that's gotten ridiculous. It's like damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. I mean, there's been actual lawsuits where, like, somebody's beat up a burglar in their house, and the burglar is actually sued. Yeah. And won. Well, that, <laughs> happens, a lot. that happens a lot with booby traps. Booby traps are illegal. But um, I... I, I you're right. It's it's it seems that's like there's questionable though. That's in, if it's in your home, you can trap up what the hell you want for us. I say, what the hell you doing in my house? Well, the problem is, is the wrong people end up in them. That's what the problem is. Like for oh, example, okay. if you would have a heart attack on the floor, and and the and the paramedics have to break in your door to get in there, and they get stuck true. in a trap. True. Yeah, that's what the problem is. Yeah, didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but hell, some damn EMT try to get to you to save your life, a damn bear trap stuck on his leg. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hang on, I'll be there in a minute, man. Just beat your chest. I'll get there to see. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, I know we talk about this every day of the week, but this son of a bitch is in the weaves every week. North Korea is expected to launch, they are saying what could be a mobile missile by early as Saturday. 
of this week. And it's going to be, you know how their missiles have been shot up straight in the air? This one yeah. is expected to be on a flat trajectory into the Pacific. Something's going to come to a head there. I mean, Oh, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's got to. If China, though, is finally taking notice. I heard that China is starting to consider them dangerous now. And uh, from what I really, know, yeah, yeah, I heard this today. Imagine that, that. revelations yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they really are starting to find them uh, dangerous now, and uh, it's about damn time. And Russia, when uh, they made the statement that uh, North Korea wouldn't give up making nuclear missiles for nothing, they're not going to give it up because oh, because Trump said something about anybody that deals with North Korea. He's going to put sanctions on them, not to deal with them, trade with those countries that trade with them. And uh, that's when Russia said that. It said it doesn't matter what you, who you sanction. It doesn't matter to North Korea. In other words, they're so dead set on making these weapons, they'll starve their own fucking people out. Yeah. In order to make these weapons. You, I literally, and I agree with Russia on that. I'm not saying I back everything Russia says, but I agree with this. That I do believe that you could sit there and they could be, I believe they could be destitute out in the middle of the world by themselves and it wouldn't make a damn to them. All right. They'd still be trying to make these things. Yeah, something's going to come to a head there. It's going to come to a head. And people better get yep. serious about it because whenever they start taking these flathead trajectory missiles, they can come right for our ass. And don't think they can't. And you think you won't nuclear war, but you don't. Anybody that tells you, oh, I'll just nuke their ass and, oh, and yeah, all yeah. that big redneck ass talk I hear. Oh, we'll just drop a bomb on all them motherfuckers, knock them all face to earth. Yeah, okay. Well, when one shoots one, guess what? Another one shoots one. Then when that goes in, the next thing you know, you got a damn mass-ass mess. Not to mention, do you have millions, possibly billions of lives wiped off the face of the earth, but you have nuclear thaw out in, there, uh, in the air that's going to kill off the rest of us, son of a bitches, that did by some chance survive. Mm-hmm. So nuclear war is no joke. <laughs> and if you think it's it's not like getting the damn pistols, let's go fight, you know, the Hatfields and the McCoys, this is, that, this is real shit. I, I mean, it just aggravates me when I hear that damn backwoods, ignorant-ass talking. People talking about how they're going to blow everybody up when you drop from it. It ain't that simple, man. Yeah. It's not that easy. If it could be done that easy, hell, we, if you could do it, we'd have done done it. We have to think about Because what if North Korea and Russia are as tight as I think they are? Maybe they're not, but I think they are. We go over there and we drop something on North Korea. Who's to say Russia won't retaliate on our ass? Yeah. Then you'll get China involved. Then you get all these other countries involved. So, I mean, you're talking about mass World War Three. Started by backwoods thinking. So you have to be careful in precision when you're planning shit like this. Everything has to be considered. That's all I'm saying. NFL started today. Uh, 
Matter of fact, uh, right at the end of the third quarter, pa- uh, Patriots are barely winning 27-21. to 21. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, old Tom Brady, just to be honest with you, he got 27 points, but there ain't really much of it got to do with his ass. He's playing like shit. He's had 14 completions for 27 attempts and only passed for – he's passed for 233 yards, but not one touchdown pass. Well, 30, uh, 233 yards isn't bad for third quarter. I mean – Yeah. Depending on how your team is playing, yeah. Yeah, the Chiefs, Aaron Smith, he's 21 for 26 and 230 yards, three touchdown passes. Yeah, that's the key right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and uh, the only thing that's hurting the Chiefs right now is they haven't had enough first down conversions. When yeah. they get the ball, they'll go all the way to the fourth down and have to punt it and all this. If they would score every time they had the ball, they'd be beating the Patriots really good right now. But yeah. they're still losing by six because they're not scoring when they get the opportunities. So yeah, that's really, that's the. I don't know what's happening during this game, but I can tell you that's one thing New England does well. I mean, if you match them up against any other team, you can talk about yards, you can talk about all the stats, but when it counts, they manage to get that ball in there. I don't know how they do it, right. but they always <laughs> when, it, when it when it counts, they stick it in there somehow. Yeah, it's just yeah, and Tom Brady. Think about him is if the Chiefs don't try to get some kind of lead here by 14 points or so during the middle of the fourth quarter, Tom Brady is a fourth quarter beast. Yeah. I mean, there ain't no doubt about it. And he's just, he's that good. I guess they just scored. Uh, Sean's saying it's 28 to 27 now. So I guess maybe Kansas City oh. scored. It's getting interesting, huh? It'd be a nail-biter all the way to the end, I'm sure. Like I said, unless that fourth quarter Tom Brady comes out. I mean, I tell you, last year, man, whenever that was the Super Bowl, I just looked at him at about halfway through the fourth quarter. I looked at everybody I sat with. I said, that fucker ain't even human. Yeah. You know, if I was him, I would have quit. Yeah. He, he's 40 years old. He's never, he's never going to top that. And as a matter of fact, wow. I would say that he, uh, there's probably not going to be somebody top that Super Bowl for another 20 years. Probably not. And, you know, it, it's time to get out while you're on top. You're 40 years old. You're still in great health. You're a good-looking guy. you got a hot wife. You can, you can go into doing commercials or whatever it is that you want to do. I would not risk breaking my back or some other damn thing Should at this point. Should have commentary and make a million and a half a year. Yeah, who knows what. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, easily. But, yeah, he, there's already talk about maybe he won't be as good this year as he was last year, which he probably won't be because, like you said, you can't top it. But they're saying, that, you know, he might slack off, start to go down this year. And uh, I don't want him to be Brett Favre. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, that's the thing. I would have gone out on top, man. 40 years old, you got records that are they're going to stand for a long, long time. You have a, a seat reserved here in Canton, Ohio, for the Hall oh, of Fame. Yeah. You, you're never going to that, – that Super Bowl is going to go down in history as one of the all-time best comebacks. What, what more can you possibly do at 40 years old to top that? Yeah. I mean, it's just – yeah. That's what I hated about Brett Favre. You know, New England Patriots, whether you like them or don't like them, I know they get a lot of bad beef because they're like the Jimmy Johnson of NASCAR. Everybody gets tired of seeing them win. And, it's just, and I understand that because I like to see new teams win myself. Absolutely, yeah. But the fact of the matter of, uh, of it is, he's still one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Oh, uh, Joe no Montana. Sean, Sean says Joe Montana. And I love Joe Montana. I'm a 49ers fan because of Joe Montana. But when you look at the stats, there's no comparison. 
uh, Tom Brady blows them all away. There, I mean, statistically speaking, more rings, more yardage, and if you look at who he had to play with, Tom Brady didn't have no Jerry Rice. Right. Well, that's the thing, Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady was the. I mean, he had some good receivers, but he didn't have a Jerry Rice. Jerry, you had Joe Montana throwing to who I believe is the greatest athlete of all time. Period. Jerry yeah. Rice is, in my opinion, the greatest athlete. Period. All time. There is no comparison. Well, that's the thing with you're absolutely right about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick both. Those two guys and the coaching staff and that team had a system. And if you go back over however many years that he's been playing, he's had different guys come and go. He's had different running backs, he's had different receivers, he's had but that system that they designed has always worked around him. And he has also been a quarterback, from what I understand, that has been very team friendly in terms of negotiating his contracts. Well, he wanted the guys. He wanted the guys around him to be <laughs> well paid, you know. Right. And that's all the heart, the hallmark of a champion. That yeah. that's all the hallmark of a champion. Absolutely. Well, Tom Brady, he took a pay cut. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm talking keep, about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forget who it was. I think it was a defensive player, but I can't remember exactly who it was. But they were going to have to let him go in order to keep the sour cap. And Tom Brady said, "No, just, just let me take a pay cut." And just don't worry about it. And that way they kept him on the team. And, yeah, you're right. That's a class act, man. You know how many football players have said, fuck him, let him go? I need my money. Yeah. You know that. Well, well, he's also got to realize that his defense keeps him off the field when he don't need to be on it. Exactly. You know? and, and a lot of times these guys, they get all cut up and, hey, I'm the team. I'm the star. And in football, man, you can't. You can't do that. You can do it a little bit in basketball. You can have one or two guys on out of five that are showboaters, and you can probably do it certainly in baseball because you got to have a pitching staff and you got to have a couple guys that can hit. But in football, you know, one guy on that of those eleven, one guy of those eleven lets hit lets his man through, and the play don't work. It's that right. simple. Yeah. So. He's definitely a piece of work to watch, I'll say that. And I'm not knocking you, Sean, because let me tell you something. I'm a Joe Montana fan from way back. Love Joe Montana. The way that man could run right and throw left is phenomenal. And I'll be honest with you, and even Tom Brady will tell you this, the playing style between the two is a lot similar. Yeah. And Tom Brady grew up watching Joe Montana and was a huge Joe Montana fan. Yeah. And their, and their playing style is very similar. When you watch them, uh, even watching, if you don't believe it, go to YouTube videos. I've done this. Go to YouTube videos, find some from Joe Montana, find some from Tom Brady and put them side by side. Watch how they leave the pocket. It's almost identical in certain instances. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're both just, I mean, I like, I mean, you can name all kinds of Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah, you're talking phenomenal uh, yeah, I mean, quarterbacks. You, and I would, have, I would have to say as, as someone who grew up, you know, in, in in the Browns region, I got to tell you, after watching Terry Bradshaw tear up the oh, Browns, yeah. I don't know, you got to give it, Terry Bradshaw was, oh, and Terry he was Bradshaw in it. Was awesome, four rings. Oh yeah, man. yeah, awesome, piece awesome, of work. awesome, yeah, and tough guy too. Tough, yeah. and he played in he played at a time when there weren't so many rules to protect the quarterback as there are now. Oh, you can tell because if you go back and look at the old footage, man, of all them football players, they look like they've been playing hockey. I mean, teeth be knocked the <laughs> yeah, fuck out. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> 
I was I was sitting there one day watching them. I think I was on ESPN or something. They had, they were showing like best quarterbacks. They were going like back in the seventies, and I was looking yeah. at some of them offensive linemen, them defensive linemen. I'm like, damn man, all of them ain't got no teeth. I mean, Jesus, it looked like they've been playing hockey. It looked like they've playing football. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was a different day back then. That's for sure. And uh, Terry though, he was tough with the best of them. Got to make mention of this just to keep it in the sports area. Isaiah Thomas, the guy that the Cleveland Cavaliers picked up in the trade, right. apparently won't be starting this year because of a hip injury. They said he wouldn't start this year? I hadn't that's heard that. I, yeah, that's what, I, that's what ESPN was reporting, that he, he most likely, I believe it was most likely or will not be starting due to a hip injury in the trade. You mean not starting right away? Right away. Yeah, I don't know when. No, yeah, I'm talking about starting, not like five, top five starting. I mean, like starting this year. I mean, it could be this year he'll play, but it won't be starting this year. Really? At the beginning. But um, the thing I, I can I can imagine not making him a starter if he's able to no, play. No, he's a starter. No, he's not able to play. His hip's hurt. So he's he's okay. I'm, I'm maybe I'm not, I'm not understanding. So are you saying he's not going to be able to start yeah, at all this yeah. this year? No, I don't know about this year. I don't know about that. But it could it won't be right off the rip. Okay, right off the right off the right. Means, so I don't know. When eventually he'll, get he'll be starting after the season gets going. Yeah, is what you're be. saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard that he was out for the year. But the thing about it is, man, I hope the trade was worth it. Because let me tell you something. I, they knew he was hurt on day one. Oh, that was a dumb move. I wouldn't have made that trade. This is the reason That's the why. The first I thing that came to when I when I found out about the first thing that came to my mind was he couldn't walk off the court that last game. No, nah, I would not have picked him up. That could have been a dumb move. And here's the reason why I tell you it's a dumb move: a hip injury. It's not like he broke a finger. A hip injury is major to a basketball player. That's where you twist, how you oh, yeah. move, how you run. This is the same equivalent. If a damn starting pitcher would have tore a rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to tell you, on, on a demanding sport like football or basketball, where, where you where you have a big toll on your body, a hip injury is a lot like a back injury. They never really go away. Exactly. E- even when you're feeling good, it still lets you know that it's there. And I I, I got to tell you, boy, I don't know. That's that's a scary. I think it one. was a dumb move, man. I think if they knew from day one, see, I didn't know they knew from day one. If they knew from day one, that right there was a dumb ass move. I wouldn't have ever done it. And I may be wrong. I may be eating these words next year, and I might say he might be the MVP of the damn playoffs or something. I don't know. And I'll be glad to tell you that was a miracle kid, and I'm glad to see he done it. And awesome. But from what I know about a little bit about medical and what you you know being out on the court and all that with a bat, that's like I said, this is the same thing. If you would have threw, told me that somebody tore their shoulder out pitching as a starting pitcher, I wouldn't sign them because of them chances of them ever coming back and being what they were before is slim and none. Very rarely do you hear a pitcher get an injury like that where they come back full force like they were in the beginning. Yeah, and it's and Spe- I'm telling you, hip bad. Speaking of one more thing about injuries, I guess that I, I his name escapes me, but that first round draft pick for the Browns, he's out for the Pittsburgh game and possibly a few weeks uh, more for a, an ankle injury or a foot injury or something. He got hurt at practice yesterday. Oh man, 
Yeah, so that I defensive that guy, I don't, remember, I don't remember his name. I'll have to Google it, but. Do they have to play? Don't they have to? No, they, who do they play? The Steelers? Yeah, they got to play here in Steelers, Cleveland. Yeah. Steelers, this yeah. Yeah, that's week, coming up. That's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Bra- uh, Falcons are in Chicago this week, 1 o'clock, too. Uh, I think they'll beat Chicago. I don't know about Pittsburgh. I don't know how good Pittsburgh is this year, just to be honest. I'm not sure. Uh, they have wishy-washy years, so I'm not sure exactly what caliber team. I don't. The Browns, I picked them to have, you know, five wins if they're lucky. That's just my view. <coughs> I could be wrong. And even when I say that, I'm a game better than what ESPN predicted. They said four. So if you get pissed at me, you have to get pissed at them. <laughs> mm. I, Miles I, I Garrett. I would have gave better. So <laughs> <laughs> Miles Garrett is a guy. That's out. Oh, okay. Okay. I wonder what position he plays. Sure. I'd like to know what position he plays, see what kind of key that is. Because their defense is pretty good, actually. The Cleveland right. Browns defense. And But uh, their offense lacks a little. I still don't think they've got that quarterback position figured out. But Yeah. Well. Uh, He's a defensive end, I believe. Okay, so yeah, that could be a key. Fit. That could be a key position right there. That ain't good. Yeah. Well, almost out of here with about a little under nine minutes to go in the game. Kansas Chiefs, the Chiefs have the ball with it We're still leading twenty-eight to twenty-seven. So that's interesting to see what happens here. Yeah. But uh, but I hope they do win. I'd like to see Kansas. That'd be that would blow ESPN's uh, prediction out of the water. They said New England would be sixteen and zero this year. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and stop that now. But uh, well, we'll be back Monday night. And uh, y'all have Monday. a good weekend. Y'all have a good weekend. You got anything? I'm good, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, Sean. Yep, let's go, Chiefs. Wrap me in bacon. Wrap him in bacon. And pour bacon crumbles on my Now that I think of it, I'll just go to Little Caesars. So go to Little Caesars. Get a bacon wrap deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a bacon wrap deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a Little Caesars large, hot and ready bacon wrap deep, deep dish pepperoni and bacon pizza wrapped in over three and a half feet of bacon for just 12 bucks at participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Old moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.